To the tractor, I'm Daniel, I'm in the tractor. Every time I get in the tractor, my phone Bluetooth hooks up to the um, sound system and that stupid album that is preloaded into iPhones from U2 starts playing. It's annoying. I remember whenever it first happened people were complaining that they were getting unsolicited U2 songs on their phone um, but the other day I thought instead of just getting angry and stopping the song I thought I'm going to actually give it a go I'm going to listen to the album 20 minutes later I thought to myself gee this song goes for a long time turns out it wasn't the same song I was about four songs in and they all sounded exactly the same and they're good for putting you to sleep. So lift your game, Bono. Come on, Apple, get you two off my phone. I don't know if it can be deleted, but it needs to get out of my life. The other day, we were driving along in the car, me and my wife and my kids, and my wife said, I might put some music on. What, What song? What music do you want on? I said, uh, MC Hammer. She said no. I said, oh, I love that new song by Dua Lipa and Elton John, Cold Hearted, or Cold Heart, Cold Hearted. She said no. And then she said, John Mayer it is then. And I just thought to myself, well, why would you even ask me? Um, It's just a waste of everyone's time and energy. Come on, Shamel, sort yourself out. Now, on to the main crux of this episode. It's, of course, food-related. So I am, of course, going to revisit the ongoing saga of Narella wanting to sack my mum. I am actually, she doesn't know this yet, and it may not actually happen, but I'm going to get Narelle on to get her comments because there was a further development after the ham roll um, episode last week. Narelle has since informed me of another incident. So I'll get her on to talk about that. Spice Track is back to throw in his two cents worth. And I'm also going to run through... Well... I was going to do a list of the best value takeaway, but I've actually been thinking about it, and I don't know if you can have a definitive list of best value takeaway, but I'm just going to discuss the options and maybe let you decide what you think is the best value takeaway food. Now, just off topic, I was driving along. This is just this, talking about the spice rack. Uh, reminded me of this because he's got a weird accent and says weird words and stuff like that and I was driving along the road and I saw this sign that was advertising asphalt and bitumen like laying of roads whatever and 
just dawned on me that I reckon ninety eight percent of people say asphalt wrong, and I'm included in this ninety eight percent because I always pronounce it asphalt, and I don't know why, and I don't even know why it just triggered me now that whenever people like sometimes you hear people say asphalt and you think that's just why are you saying that that's just not how you say asphalt but it's a-s-p-h-a-l-t asphalt from now on i'm going to say asphalt and not asphalt and i implore you all to do that as well narelle yes thank you for joining me in the tractor how You're are welcome. You good, thank you. Just want to get to the bottom of a couple of things. Spoke about the ham roll incident last week. <laughs> How mum made your ham roll. You were overly complimentary of it. Uh, trying to get back in the good books with mum. Now, you later it came to light that there was another incident that I did not know about from the day. Uh, do you think you are going to be able to get back in the good books with mum? Do you think, or do you think this incident has ruled it out forever and the feud will continue until you get your way and sack her as head of catering? Well, I did think that it was a possibility to get my way back in. You know, I am the favourite child after all. However, she had just informed me when I saw her today, we had a planned night away in the city that she has cancelled said accommodation. <laughs> so no. I think maybe my chances are getting slimmer. Get some more work on that. That is unbelievable. <laughs> I know. I was quite shocked <laughs> and um, still processing it. Um, so if you have any tips as a second favourite child on how I can get back on your good books. I think, I think she's mortally wounded. What happened... What about the salad dressing incident from last week? Well, she offered to make me a salad because I was there up for... Well, I wasn't actually there for lunch, but she offered me some food, which was very kind. So I thought, you know, okay, maybe we're back on the same page. And um, and then I said, oh, you know, do you have any salad dressing? And she's like, oh, no, I don't. And then she's like, actually, hang on a second. Pulls the salad dressing out of her cupboard and um, I was like, okay, this looks nice. That's good because mum usually has a good selection of salad dressings. And then after I had I was like, oh, this doesn't taste quite right. And I looked at the bottle and it expired two years ago. Oh, no. So I was like, I think maybe she's trying to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a disaster. She's done it on purpose for sure. <laughs> well, I didn't think so in the beginning. But then after listening to your podcast, I thought maybe, maybe she's plotting something against me now. Yeah. And I really have hit, hit yeah. a nerve. Yeah. Um, so she tried to poison you. Now she's cancelled your trip. Oh, this is no good. It's going to be interesting to see how it pans out. Now, actually, you've got to, I wasn't going to talk about this, but it's interesting you mentioned the favourite child thing because I think we have got a favourite child now. <laughs> it's Ashton. Obviously. And, yeah, so the last child is probably always a favourite child. Do you agree? Yeah, I would agree. Do you think it's okay to have a favourite child? Uh, yeah, I think so. 
what, just because you're the favourite or? Of course, yeah. I think, I think it is okay. If you've got two yeah, kids, I... it's not okay. <laughs> Do you agree? Yeah, I agree, because then you're just pinning them against each other. Yeah, you can't you can't choose one over the other, even though people probably do have a favourite in when they've got two. You just can't verbalise it. Yeah, I would agree. But I think it's okay to have a favourite when you've got more than two kids. Yeah, well, you know, we're one of five, so I think that... You know, they tried four times, five times to get perfection, and that's what happened. <laughs> uh, you sure? Maybe they got the first one right and then thought they would just go again. <laughs> mm, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll, I'll claim that. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have thought so until up until recent events, obviously. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks for joining me, Narelle. You're welcome. Talk soon. Bye. What an interesting chat with Narelle. Um, I think I think it's pretty clear there's issues between her and Mum. They're going to have to sort it out. Mum obviously has taken it to heart. But one man who has a different take on the situation is the Spice Rack. And I'll play his two cents worth right now. And then I'll respond. Hello, uh, Daniel on the tractor. It is the most flavoursome rack in town here, the spice rack. And I'm back from my stint with COVID, which, by the way, if I was to give it a movie rating, I would give it four stars. We'll just keep it nice and short um, there. Now, been following the biggest scandal of the summer, of course, which is not Novak Djokovic, but rather... This scandal in the Adams household of trying to oust your mum from the duties of cooking. I've been listening to you, and I know Narelle relatively well, and she's an upstanding citizen. So I'm having trouble putting all this together, and I have an alternative theory which involves you. And that is some people cause kerfuffles in order to come and rescue the situation at a latter time. I can't help but think that this is a bit of an elaborate setup in the family structure for you to step in and look like the knight in shining armour. Now, it stems from the fact that you used to call yourself the Crumble King of Australia referring to your apple crumble and I can't help but think that during COVID times you've lost that title we all know that it's been two or three years since you've been the, the crumble king of Australia and I can't help but think is this an elaborate scheme for you to save the day with a piping hot crumble and to reassert yourself in the Adams family structure that's my theory because I don't buy this Narelle theory it's too much of an upstanding citizen for my liking. And I think the smoking gun may be in your hands, former crumbled king of Australia. Thanks, Spice Rack. The Spice Rack does raise a very valid point. I was once known as the crumbled king of Australia. 
It's a mantle I held proudly. Um, I was asked to compete in many competitions. Uh, the Royal Melbourne Show wanted me one year. I think the Royal Adelaide Show hunted me for a while. I didn't compete in these big events. Um, I was happy just to have that reputation as the Crumble King of Australia. It's a reputation that I will hope to get back one day once um, this whole situation clears up a bit more and I can get back to what I love doing, baking desserts in the kitchen, which is a tenuous link to the next segment where I'm gonna run through the best value takeaway I must warn you, I do ramble on for a bit here, but hopefully you enjoy it. Best value takeaway. There are a few things to consider when talking about value in regards to takeaway food. Of course, there is the budgetary the budgetary measures taken because when you're talking about value it has to be value for money so you don't want to be spending a lot of money um, you need to be fiscally responsible I'm just saying words that I've heard that have to do with money now I don't really know what all that means but it can't be expensive then you've got to have good quantity to justify it you've got to have quality does have to play a part and there's one particular item we'll talk about later that this will have an impact on and then finally maybe the most important I'm not sure what the most important is but reheat factor second bite I call it a second bite factor when you've got leftovers you need to eat them a day maybe two days maybe up to even a week uh, later will the quality still be there when you go for that second bite. So that automatically rules out quite a few, but before I do rule them out, I just want to talk about the best value first bite takeaway. So these are the ones that you can't really reheat. I know people say you can, but you can't. So I reckon when you talk about takeaway, value takeaway, people probably automatically just think, oh, McDonald's, Red Rooster, KFC, they're cheap. No, they're not actually that cheap. When you've got a family of four, you've got to get four meals, you're talking 10, 12, 15 bucks each. We're getting up around 45, 50 bucks, even, even over 50. Um, the only thing that maybe saves this is my favourite thing, the fast food apps. So if McDonald's have strategically placed their 20% discount at the $37.50 mark with in-app payment only. So you can add that, it adds a little bit of value, but they're not that cheap. These fast food outlets, the drive-throughs, they are not as cheap as people have been led to believe. Add to that, their second bite factor is absolutely abysmal. You can't really, you can't reheat chips, you can't reheat, oh, could you reheat a burger? I guess you can, but they're all soggy. They're no good. 
There's no second bite factor from McDonald's, KFC, Red Rooster, Hungry Jacks and the like. So they are automatically ruled out of this list of best value takeaway on the fact that they're not cheap and you can't reheat them. So, there's really only one other one, one other uh, place, whatever, that I reckon comes under the no reheat banner. And it's actually probably for me the best, it is the best value single bite meal. And it's fish and chips. So for my family in particular, I can feed the whole family from my local fish and chip shop for around the $22, $23 mark. So I'll get the two fish pack. I think that's 20 bucks. Gets two bits of flake, two dim sims, two potato cakes, and some chips. And then to that, I'll just add maybe a couple of calamari rings, maybe an extra fish bite for my daughter. And that is it, done and dusted. Family is fed. Thank you very much. Value to the max. But then there's no reheat factor. There's no second bite factor. It's a one bite only meal. Now I know people have said you can put the chips in the oven. I've tried that. It's, it's not the same. I've tried the sandwich press. You know, it's marginally better than just microwaving old fried food. But it's just not. It's I reckon it's half half the flavours from the original meal. So fish and chips, whilst good good marks for first bite. When you factor in second bite, they are way down the list. So where do you get the value? I reckon most people, their mind will go straight to pizza. Uh, and it's understandable. I actually believe if you get enough cheese on a pizza, the reheat value can be terrific. You need the juiciness, you need the moistness, the juices to flow to really get the flavours back on the second day and you microwave them and no problem there. Is it good money? Good value for money pizza? Now, I said earlier quality has to come into it at some stage. So yep, if you want to go real cheap I'm talking Domino's $5 um, don't know, I think they still do it $5 just like classic pizzas like your margarita a ham and cheese maybe a pepperoni or something you can get those and yep you get enough food to fill your tummies up but on those pizzas in particular the quality is just not there to give it enough bang for buck I don't think so then when you're going up to the proper pizzas then you're getting up around I don't know what like 18 bucks a pizza or something like that so probably going to get a couple so we're getting back up to like 40 bucks for pizza, get a couple of garlic breads and that, and the price starts to get up there. It's good value, depends how hungry people are on the original night, but then you do get the second bite factor the next day. So pizza is good value takeaway. And then we get into, let's talk about Indian food. Indian food is very good value. Now, just as a side note, I don't think the Indian restaurants take saving the environment very seriously. Uh, 
their packaging is going to kill more turtles than any plastic straws. Comes in a plastic tub, wrapped in glad wrap plastic, and then they put it in a plastic bag. And they show complete disregard for the environment, but the food is delicious. Uh, it's not bad value. I think we're talking, you know, sub 20 for a curry. Uh, chuck the rice in there. Curry probably serves a couple of people on the first bite. And then, second bite factor is up there as well. I particularly like a butter chicken. And then when I eat it for the first time, I have the butter chicken on like one part of the plate, rice on another part of the plate, and I gently mix them together, but not completely mix them together. So I'm getting a bit of butter chicken on its own, a bit of rice on its own. But then when I go for the reheat the next day, I get the tub and I just mix it all in together. And it is delicious if chuck it in the microwave. Normally all the chicken's gone on the first night though. So often it's just sauce and rice. It still tastes nice. Uh, it's a poem. So it rates highly. Indian rates highly. Is it number one? Oh, not on my list. It's not, I don't think. I'm probably going to move on to uh, noodles. Like noodle box. I'm going to use noodle box as an example because that's where we go. I am actually, every time we get noodle box, it astounds me how many noodles actually come out of one of those boxes. So you, you get your box, you dish out your plate. Like the box looks small. You dish it out, you've got a full meal, and then you look in the box, you've hardly scratched the surface. So for volume to money ratio, noodles have got to be up there. Absolutely have to be up there. But I will say that noodle box is a little bit on the expensive side. I think the prawn garlic, garlic prawns we got last night was over 20 bucks for one box, which was a big box, it was a bowl. But when you're talking over 20 bucks for one box, it did feed two people probably two meals each. So when you do uh, break it down like that, it does make a lot of sense. Is it the is it the best value takeaway? The reheat value is up. Second bite factor is right up there. I've been known to eat noodles a week and a half later, and the flavours still there. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I think I'm just gonna declare it in my mind. The next takeaway food I talk about for me is the best value and we've only started eating it the last few weeks maybe it's recency bias it's Thai food it is Thai food I don't like our kids don't eat it so it's only Shamal and I who eat it so I don't know if this makes a difference it just feels like we're getting so much value for money so it costs $45.50 for two people sounds expensive I know but you just get so much food. And it is delicious. Second bite factor on the chicken pad thai is yum I'm just rambling on about food. It's gone for 10 minutes and I haven't really got anywhere. 
This is just absolute rubbish what I'm talking about. Uh, Thai food is the best value takeaway you can get. Second is noodles. I said I wasn't going to do a list. I'm now doing a list because I've just lost track of what I'm doing. Pizza can be up there. Whatever. Eat whatever you like. Let me know if you've got any additions to this list. If you think I've missed out any value takeaway, let me know. If you've made it this far. <laughs> if you've made it this far, I'm sorry. This has been a disgrace. <laughs>